Hey everybody, welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I'm your illustrious, illustrious host. I emphasize that this week, Dave Plazic. I'm joined this week by my almost illustrious cohorts, Pat Cullen and Brian Pepe. How you guys doing? I don't like I, I like say that. I like how you say welcome back like more than like maybe one or two people actually show up for another episode when they listen to our show. Stop being so goddamn negative. Hey, people. first timers. You're just people very negative. like us. Yeah, if, are, do you want me to start the intro with, hey, people who just click yeah, play to see what guy. this is like and deleted it before I even said the next if line? If you make it past the first 10 minutes, you might get a t-shirt. There's that guy in Ireland that, that likes you. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll just start it off with, hey, everybody, just wait, because Pat's 40-minute breakdown of MLB is coming, <laughs> and you don't want to miss a beat. Well, Tell the people great. what they want. They're probably coming here for you. Like <laughs> whoever we have that listens is probably us. listening for you, because yeah. you're the only one taking this seriously. And I appreciate I, that about no, you. No, you talk about testicles all the time. You take it very seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will have you. I, so I got to tell you this before I get into the fun facts. I, as I do, vetted out the fun facts with Steph, my wife, mm-hmm. and one of them we decided to hold off on because, as she said, you did butt stuff last week. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> do butt stuff this week. Smart. And I said, That's smart. fair enough, Stephanie. Yeah. Fair not enough. Not going to double down. So we're no next butt stuff. This butt yeah, stuff. I know, right? Next week, we, yeah. <laughs> what? She's like two butt facts next week. You have a real sick obsession with disgusting facts. You know that? That's what she said. Yeah, she's not wrong. But yeah. I go through like fifteen facts with her, and then the ones that she immediately laughs at because it's hard to make my wife laugh, or I'm just not funny. It's one You're of just the two not funny. things. It's probably that I'm just not funny. Yeah, I mean, you're she, handsome. That's really what you got. I mean, I got something. I'll, I'll hang on yeah. to that. Yeah. Feel all right about that. Hopefully. You guys need a room? <laughs> we do. <laughs> David, <laughs> let me tell you about Dave Plazic. Oh. He's got the voice of an angel. I was about to say, no, do the Dave Plazic sex voice. You're, no, don't you're, make it weird. Your sex voice impersonation sex is way voice. better than my sex voice. <laughs> it is. It is. It's your way sex voice. Because you, you stopped smoking. Yeah. One of That's my biggest fault. regrets. Is it? <laughs> You can always start back up. Not a lot of people say that. Nope. That's what makes me different, Pat. <laughs> that's what it is. Yep. All right. All right. So fun show. I got a, I got a little twist on, on this week's. I'm not going to actually talk about sports. I'm going to talk about the coronavirus and my what a great, what five fun topic. favorite things about the coronavirus. And Pat's going to talk about baseball. He's going to give us an update. There's some some goings-on post-World Series. And then Pepe's got another hypothetical for us. So should be a fun core. But before we jump into that, i got to do my fun facts. i got three of them for you guys this week. Are you ready? I am ready. Yes. Fun fact number one. When a male llama tries to make a move on a female llama, she'll spit on him if she's not feeling it. <laughs> so is my wife. I was just going to say, I think all three of us might be able to relate to that. Yeah. Sam does the opposite, though. It's like when she's really into it, then she spits on you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Write that down. Write Write that that down. down. Fun fact number two. As you guys know, last night was the election night. Wait, there was an election? There, There was. For what? Oh, shut up. I I definitely voted Tyler Cullen, Jackson Cullen, <laughs> and Brady Cullen for. You I weren't think one a of the 55,000 people to write in Yeezy? 
No, saw that. That's awful. pretty. Uh, that's kind of funny though. I took down some, and, and he actually was trending because he said he's dropping out. Oh, uh, I, all right, Kanye. It's just not your year, okay? See you in twenty twenty four. You fucking psychopath. Fun fact number two: Last night, election night. Google searches for liquor stores near me and fries near me hit an all-time high in the United States. Fries too. <laughs> fries. That's what I was actually my favorite was. Yeah. Somebody type liquor store makes sense. Fries mm. near me. I need fries. I don't know what. No, but but think about it. Like I would Google liquor store, and then yeah. an hour later, after a couple, I'm definitely I want some fries. Hell yes, that's a good point. So it makes sense. I always know where the liquor store is, though. I've never Googled that because I always have, you know, a list of where they are, how per capita, where I am, and I always know where they are. I don't have to Google it. It's all up here. Do you need to go to a meeting? I do. No, yeah, yeah. I've got a problem. COVID's not been. That's not one of my top five COVID things. <laughs> All right. Fun fact number three, definitely my favorite of them all. I, as you guys know, Steph and I did travel to Iceland once. It's a very cool country. Uh, hopefully at some point in life, we'll be able to travel freely again uh, without concern. And that is a place I would love to revisit. You, you said that is the place that you can't shoot fireworks off for 11 months and then one month you can shoot it off. I don't even like, think it's one month. It's like two weeks. Oh, really? And but that's, you can it. just shoot it off whenever. Wherever. Yep. And they do it every night and they do it in the city. It's awesome. You're just walking around. All of a sudden there's fireworks flying around and, and that's pretty cool. They do it on the, like it is the most friendliest, nonviolent place, safest place you could ever visit. It, you can just, walk freely not worry about anything the, the the people there are very easygoing and relaxed they're so not american it's amazing um and of course the predominantly their economy is built off of tourists so COVID has kind of whacked them pretty hard but awesome yeah. amazing country super cool place to visit definitely recommend it to anybody and fun fact in iceland the population is so small that citizens have an anti-incest app to avoid hooking up with an unknown family member on a night out. That is a fun fact. That's a fun <laughs> fact. That's a good one. That is my favorite of the three. It is. When we traveled there, there was... So Steph is amazing. She planned it all out. We went in the winter because we wanted to see Northern Lights. So we went like peak Northern Lights season. So it was about four hours of daylight, which is interesting if you're vacationing somewhere but we traveled uh we did like a two-day travel thing across half the island because the other half was shut down and we traveled through a town that is at the base of a volcano and the town is population like 80 it was really weird like you're you're through it in about five minutes and they have a church on top of a hill and if the volcano ever erupts, their plan is to all meet up at the top of the church. So they are sitting and waiting for that volcano to erupt at some point and wipe out the town. And that's, wow. their, that's their life. That's nuts. Yeah. I'm still Wait. trying to think of like you're a 21 year old kid and this super hot chick walks up to you. And <laughs> you can tell she wants to get it on. And right, this is your first hey, time, check, you're excited. Then you check the app and you're like, oh, Fuck. it's my third cousin. 
to, I mean, can you still do it? Yeah, yeah I know, cousin. right? Third, Third cousin. cousin. Come on, come on. What is basically your neighbor? What is that even? I'm sure, well, we've all been in had our moments that could have been a third cousin we don't even know it well well now you we could have we could have if, well, we if you had, had the app, app. yeah had the app but i mean is, is third is third cousin i think it's more like oh shit that's my sister <laughs> <laughs> what shouldn't you know? i didn't even know it's not an iceland you don't know that oh man Apparently not those anyway. are good fun facts were those all uber facts um so the first two were uber facts oh. the iceland one was actually wtfx Wow. Oh, wow. So you know what? Maybe yep. it wasn't an app. It probably wasn't. It might not be true. Uh, so truth be told, I unfollowed WTFX today because they posted one of those make money on the internet links. And it, it was 100% not spam, but it's like a pyramid scheme yeah. or something. So I was like, like all right, you guys aren't that yeah. legit. I'm going no, with Uberfax. Uberfax wouldn't do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uberfax is the... Uh, the gold standard in facts. It's the gold standard in facts. I really want to tell the butt stuff one, though. I think you should tell the butt. <laughs> Can we guys, do a bonus? How do you guys feel about the butt stuff fact? I always want butt stuff. It's 2020. You can do whatever you want at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's 2020. We need some butt stuff. Fourth fact. Once again, we third week in a row, bonus fact. Man. Male elephants can control their penises like a second trunk making semen collection by way of stimulation very dangerous. Since one swing of their member can knock someone out, they're stimulated through the prostate via fist in the anus. <laughs> I think that's more of a penis fact than a butt stuff fact. It's, I mean, there's butt stuff function. Yeah, that is definitely... It hits just all articulating the... that thing. It checks all the boxes. Yeah, it, it does. does. It checks every box. Imagine an elephant just standing there, and then somebody's just being really annoying next to him, and he's just like, whack. whack. Strikes him with his dong. There's got to be a video of that we could look up. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. Wasn't there a video of like an elephant using his trunk and like eating out of his own butt or something like that? And I think it was a neighboring elephant's butt. If That's I'm, what it was. I believe. Oh, just yeah. Another Fistful. day. Just fistfuls. God. Like it was cotton candy. Just going right in there, yanking it right out. Not good. Oh. Whew. It was like you're going to a movie. You're right, just about to go see Endgame. You got some popcorn. Just, just going to town. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good, good, good like stuff. Like it was his penis whacking <laughs> some dude in the face. Just bam. I just, I want you guys to know that my cat is semi famous uh, on Twitter today. So. Obviously, with the election, so hashtag I have won Pennsylvania, which was mocking Trump's declaration that or his son or whatever. So I uh, posted a picture of my cat right there, handsome cat. And I said, "Yep, not only am I the most handsome boy, but I've also won Pennsylvania." And he is up to <laughs> sixty-six likes, four retweets, and five oh. comments. He's pretty much basically internet famous. Congratulations! I have never posted anything on Twitter that's got more than two likes. So. Cheat code. David, good for you. Just post your pet. Good for you. Post your pet. All right. Fun facts over. Cat Twitter over. Let's move on to the main part of the show. As topical as it is, I'm going to start with Pepe this yeah. week. So fun. Before I dive into my five fun facts and then close it out with Pat's uh, actual serious conversation. Just mixing up something. The, mixing it up. I like mixing it, it up. Yeah, why not? Why not? All right, Pat. So yeah, so I got another hypothetical. 
Um, this one's somewhat sports related, actually, basically entirely sports related. Okay, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. So someone builds an optical port that allows you to see the your vision of your own life in the future. It's like a crystal ball uh, that shows a randomly selected image of what your life's going to be in twenty years. Okay, you with me so far? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. You can see you can see only um, through this portal for thirty seconds. When you peer into the crystal, you see yourself in your living room, two decades older than you are today. You're watching a Canadian football game. You're extremely happy. What? You're, you're watching a Canadian football game. You're wicked happy. Okay. You're wearing a CFL jersey. Your chair is surrounded by books and magazines that promote the CFL. There are also uh, pennants covering your walls. Your whole room is done up in CFL. You're alone in the room, but you're gleefully muttering about the historical moments of the Canadian football history. It becomes clear to you, for some unknown reason, you've become obsessed with Canadian football. And this future is static, absolute. No matter what you do, this future is going to happen. The optical port is never wrong. This this destiny cannot be changed. Okay. So the next day, you're flipping through your television channels. You randomly come across a preseason CFL game between the Toronto Argonauts and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, knowing your inevitable future, a solid do, you no, do you now watch it? Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah. I kind of would because that's a great name. So I'd be 59 going on 60 in this right. scenario. Watching Sess with Canadian. I would want to see what it's about. If that's my future. See, I would... I thought the complete opposite. I'm like, screw that. I'm going to try to fight this thing. Mm. Yeah, but you said you can't fight it. It's right, but I'm, I don't know if you've met me. I am very stubborn. You are a stubborn fuck. I am that, a very stubborn okay. fuck. Okay. That's fair. I would be into I would say, full of fuck it. If, I, if, if it means that much to me in the future, there's got to be something to this. Let's I'm thinking the only way the this, would, this would ever happen would be the NFL disbanded. That yeah, that's kind of what I thought you were getting uh, towards, but it's yeah. the only reason I can think which, that I'm going to be which, like I got to watch this. Which CFL. then and to your point, I agree. And so at that point, why don't you get in before this NFL cuz right, let's let's say 5 years in, then the NFL disbands because of something and now everyone flocks to the CFL and that's why we like the CFL. Get in 5 years before. Right. Then you so, can make fun of everybody. Yeah, you can be like, oh, all these families. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I or, was an original. Or did I move to Canada? Oh. I, I was. That was the other thing I thought of, too. Maybe also you moved could to be Canada. true. I don't know mm-hmm. why I would move to Canada, but. Well, I could come up with some reasons. Curling? <laughs> Topical reasons? Po- curling, poutine. Poutine. The election. Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. I would go to Toronto. That's a happening city. I'm not a city guy, though. I mean, I would maybe live outside of Toronto. yeah you're a country boy i am a country boy Brian. yeah yeah i like land and you want to be able to see an alpaca in your backyard i wouldn't mind that alpacas are pretty funny i just want distance between me and my neighbors i don't i don't want to share a building with them I don't yeah, uh, just just build a wall saskatchewan rough riders just build yeah. a wall <laughs> yeah. oh good reference um 
So Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I, I mean, I definitely every now and then you get a decent NFL cast off up there too. Johnny Manziel. Yep. I don't know if he's still doing anything Alive. with his life. Yeah, I don't know if he's still doing anything with his life. But he certainly, if Manziel was smarter, and this is total ignorance that I'm saying this, but if Julian Edelman could do it, Manziel was athletic enough. I feel like he could have repositioned himself maybe as a slot receiver. Because Edelman was a quarterback in college. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just he doesn't he there. doesn't agree with you. Yeah. I mean, Tebow couldn't repurpose himself as an RB or anything. So. Yeah, but I I think that was Tebow didn't want to do that, and I think Mansell honestly would have been too big for that. Like Edelman wasn't a legendary, uh, a top college quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. I would probably go. I think I'm leaning towards the Calgary Stampeders. That's a name. I'm looking. Team. I'm looking at them right now. I Did you know that off the top? You, oh, you're googling it. No, of course. Yeah, are you kidding me? Then there's the Edmonton football football team. team. Absolutely yeah. not. I like the Ottawa Red Blacks. I'm I'm the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yeah, I kind of like that. They had a hell of a season. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, not as good as the Hamilton Tiger Cats or the Montreal Alouettes. How about the Newton Nighthawks? No, like they suck. Yeah, you know, I've Did never they? liked them. I've never liked them. They never drafted yeah. well. You know, and they always choke in the, in the postseason. Do they draft in the Canadian Football League? They do. do. They, do they have a postseason? The good thing is you can say whatever you want, Pepe, and unfortunately no one can call you out because... That's right. I don't know. No, season uh, structure. I, I think Otto, the Ottawa Red Blacks coach Paul LaPolice has done a nice job with that organization. Google's a hell of a thing, isn't it, Pepe? It's, no, I'm on Wikipedia, actually. Uh, Orlando. Actually, I am, too. Orlando uh, Steinauer is the head coach of the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Nice. Just so we all know, in case people are wondering. I we should write this down. No owner for the BC Lions. Ooh. Ooh. Question, yeah. question, So we question. can buy that. Pool our money? Ooh, yeah, that's we, not bad. Here's the other thing. Is there daily fantasy sports? Absolutely. There is. There is. Yeah, of course there is. All right. Well, Dave's in. We know that. Yeah. That's all I need, guys. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Maybe Dave wins big in the CFL. Yeah. That's where he finally hits. That's going to be it. My Uh, my time is coming. I don't like that there's four teams in the East and five teams in the West. It's weird. It is weird. It's definitely weird. Hmm. Oh, that's fun. You should get rid of the Calgary Stampeders. I'm, the, I'm I, taking a stand. I, I, I just picked that I know, team. Right? I can't yes, tell if we're no, mocking the CFL or not. No, I know nothing about it. Well, now I do. Now I am the most. Uh, the, I have the most knowledge in the entire United States. So yeah, Pepe so, is now a uh, CFL expert. Now that we know if he wants to actually participate in football talk, we just have to talk CFL, and he's in. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like listening to the. I don't know. It was the last episode of the episode before the entire time we talked about football. I don't think Pepe said a word. That was the last episode. Because, again, I was watching the two of you, and it was like you were just so excited, and I didn't want to ruin it by me saying, well, Pat Mahomes is good, right? Like, he's good. He is pretty good. I don't know. He is good. No, you would have been right. That's a great point. It's a hot take. You made a really good point there. Well, that's what I'm here for. Maybe that'll be your subject next time. Pat Pat Mahomes is good. Yeah. He's good. He's pretty. Yeah. He's not bad. Yeah. All right. So hypothetical done. I'm going to be a CFL uh, obsessor when I'm 60 years old. Mm-hmm. Steph should be into that. <laughs> she. I feel like she would do it for you because she's a good woman. So I. 
about my my little my little bit here. I I was at you know I'm working from home three days a week and I am now in the office twice, and I just I got a piece of inspiration when I was there the other day and I said you know it's so great to be stuck in the middle of a pandemic that I just I, I want to highlight my favorite parts about it. Five highlights about the coronavirus. Top five things about COVID, however, whatever you want to call it. Let's do it. So my fifth, number five, working from home. I thought when we started out that working from home was the greatest thing in the world. Just get up, walk downstairs, fill a cup of coffee, have some breakfast, stroll back upstairs in my pajama pants, and just everything was good. I didn't have to really interact with too many people. Fast forward like four or five months later, you you forget to brush your teeth, you forget to shower, you <laughs> realize how desperately you miss interacting with people sometimes. When I go to work and I just see people and I'm so excited. But more and more importantly than anything, my favorite thing about working from home is that nobody ever knows if I'm wearing pants. You guys I right, always assume that you're not wearing. You pants. guys right now don't even know if I'm wearing pants. I might no, I'm pretty positive pants. you are not wearing pants. Then, there may be times that I really chose not to wear pants because people didn't know that I was not wearing pants. Oh God, yeah. But what's interesting? So I, I've been doing this for since March. There's people that I've been not wearing pants. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> worn pants since March. I haven't bought an article of clothing in I don't know like eight or nine months. Yeah, my daughter's birthday was weird. Dave just showed up, no pants. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do for a kid's birthday party, right? Yep, yep. And that's when they put you on a list. <laughs> You're now on one of those lists. So that was number five. Number four, wearing masks. So we all have to wear masks. But one of my favorite little joys about wearing a mask is going into a public bathroom. Right when somebody's in there, exploding in the middle of the in, in a stall and the smell wafts up into your mask and just gets trapped there and just festers and there's nowhere to go and you can't take your mask off because you're in a public bathroom and you need to wear your mask so you stand there at the urinal doing your business with the smell just trapped just circulating through your nostrils and out your mouth and in your mouth and in your eyes and it's just there and it's just festering and you're just smelling that person's bad decisions from the night before and all you want to do is leave, but you've had to piss so bad that you're just stuck there for like 10 minutes, just pissing, just inhaling these toxic fumes. And it's just a wonderful experience. So Dave and I work in the same office and uh, I can confirm that happens quite often. It happens uh, all the time. There's always people just like, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you would think that with limited capacity that that wouldn't happen regularly, but it does. All, all the time. There's times I've actually walked in there, heard somebody just <laughs> explode, and then I just about turn around face. and walk out, and I yeah, just go find face. another bathroom. I just can't. Yep. I can't do it. I but, would think the mask would help, though. No. That's, it yeah. finds its way into the sides and underneath, and then it just traps itself Seeps. there. Maybe you need a new mask. <laughs> it's like a colander. I, I, when I had to <laughs> clean the toilet because... I have children, or yeah. when I had to take the toilet off to unclog it, I wore a mask, and it actually worked pretty well for me. It's great, Pat. Just saying. We all don't have the kind of money to buy the masks that you do, Pat. 
The ones I get from work for free. Oh, lobby I've tried them. I've tried them all. That Pat. has free masks. I've tried them all. Whatever's going on in those bathrooms can penetrate anything. One one percenter over here. Very intense. Free masks. <laughs> Buying my mask. Well, well, I also got a ten percent pay cut and didn't get a raise last year. Ooh. Yeah, you're still eating caviar over there, uh, Gates. I got way too many fucking masks. I got like fifty masks. It's just excessive. It's way too We much. have like a bag like a basket of masks. Yep. And we've had it since the beginning. I have like two masks that fit me like fit my big old head right. All the masks are horrible. They all we we have some that you know you had you could tie at the top and on the bottom. They're awful. There's only so there's I'm very particular about my masks apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a significant amount that I put on, I'm like, no, this is horrible. I throw it back in the basket. Why do I just why well, I just get rid of it. Yeah. Now that I'm talking it out. I'm it's like that shirt. Myself, it's like that shirt that you always pull out of your, your closet. You put it on. You look in the mirror like, you know what? This doesn't fit me right. But you don't get rid of it. You put it back on the hanger. You put it back in the closet. Right. You give it another go someday. And it's mm. the same result. Yep. That's true. I think we all have that shirt. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually. After like the fifth or sixth time you do that, you say, okay, it's time to move on from this shirt. Yeah. They call that a goal shirt. They do? Yep. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a shirt that doesn't fit you well, but you're hoping it will at some point. Mm. It's your goal shirt. That's my fun fact. Steph is, uh, again, guys, I'm the fucking fun fact guy. If you got a fun fact, tell me before (laughs) the show. I tell the fun facts. I didn't know we were talking goal shirts. Stealing my thunder. That was a very good fun fact. I like complimentary facts from the... Yeah, it was more of a complimentary fact. But next time, please bet that was Steph. Pepe. Oh, I did. Right. No, I, t- I already oh, texted okay. her. She said right. it was fine. Number All three. Right, thank you. Number three on my five favorite things about COVID is, and I'm sure either of you guys can 100% relate to this, working around people or being around people that's not your family. The second somebody fucking coughs, just a little, little cough. They got a tickle, anything. Immediate, immediate. You want to just go douse them and hand sanitizer mm-hmm. and you know like they it, there, there's nobody exempt from this everybody immediately thinks like oh fuck oh my god are they sick mm-hmm. i i really enjoyed it because i just couldn't help myself so in the beginning when they weren't really to putting restrictions per se on meetings and stuff and there were no there was no mask mandates or anything twice in like the same week someone coughed and of course, I I immediately like jumped out of my seat and like just backed up, <laughs> right? Just I and this again was in its infancy, so maybe probably should have taken it more serious at that time. But We'd, I, none of us knew. Yeah, I I uh, I had a blast. <laughs> and again, I will say, if if you were one of the people who were like who knew right away and were very serious about it, good for you. But the majority of us, you never experienced anything like this. And natural inclination was just to say, uh, it's not a huge, huge deal of the past. For some of us, like the people running the country, they never thought it was a huge deal. And still don't. We'll we'll get to that. I I think the other thing, though, too, is like just because someone sneezes or coughs doesn't mean they have corona. No. no, Right. It's not even actually one of us. It's not a foregone symptom that like you'll be coughing if you have corona. But it yeah but when you hear it it's oh yeah yeah it's first thing that comes to mind it's like stay away from that a little suspicious about this person yeah super spreader yeah okay sanitize much which leads me right into number two uh overall i called number two america exposed 
because endlessly fascinated by all the different reactions that people have had. So if I just simply told somebody, listen, if you don't wear a mask, you could potentially kill your own mother. Just to even like challenge that and just say, well, maybe not. I don't know. If you told me, hey, if I wore a mask, whether it's true or not, I'm going to probably listen because the fact that I won't pass that on to my own mother is good enough reason for me. I could literally care less. <laughs> my mom passed away. I mean, if she oh, has she... Corona, what's, what's it matter? Okay. Jeez, I, I don't understand, Dave. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bad. Oh my no, god! I'll, wow, I'll, that I'll, got dark. I'll I'll agree with you. I'll say this: I of the three of us, I'm probably the least. I don't know what the right word is. I don't want to say, don't care about Corona because that's not true. But mm-hmm. um, least that, concerned. Well, well, yeah, 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 yes, very well said. Um, usually am. Not not actually usually, but anyway. I disagree. I I mean it's to your to that point. Like there's no reason not to. It's not like you're suffocating. You're not gonna die. You're. You're. It, it can't. It can't hurt. Even if. Even if someone came up tomorrow and said, "Actually, haha, it's it's it, the mask literally does nothing. Yeah, it doesn't increase the chance. We know that. Right. And mm-hmm. whether it decreases it by three percent or sixty percent, like mm-hmm. it still decreases it by some amount. So why not wear it? I but get why. I yeah. Well, it's not hot anymore. My I will favorite. say that I I would take my mask off all the time away from people because I sweat so much. I was just that that sweaty. was probably the worst thing. You are sweaty. Yeah. No, are and sweaty. I am. Yeah. See, that was probably so. The worst one of my favorite things mask. is, and uh, a friend of ours, Casey, put this so poignantly, is is the folks that wear it below their nose, and our friend Casey said, "You just look like an idiot who can't follow simple instructions when you <laughs> don't true. put yeah. it over your nose." I get it. You're not, you don't have spit flying out of your nose, but it doesn't take much for something and just fucking put it over your nose. No, but I I will say with your fun facts. So I like the worst for me was July, August, because I also have to wear safety glasses on the floor. So I would wear a mask. I would fog up my safety glasses. So I take off my safety glasses and it was just this never ending thing. You have to like have the mask perfect, perfectly on so it you do, yeah it was horrible i'll definitely give you that i would go bike. but i still wore the mask it just sucks it does suck i definitely again i i would go bike riding and wear the mask and then my sunglasses and then just half the time i'm yeah, just dealing yeah, with yeah, fogged yeah. up sunglasses it was so annoying and it's it's easy enough to just get frustrated and just go oh fuck it i'm not wearing it what's gonna Ooh. happen but uh it, it's yeah why don't you just do that with the sunglasses because <laughs> a sunny day because it was it sunny, sunny then day. i can't see and then i'm just crashing so it's either but then if it's getting fogged up i still can't see there was no winning there so we just ended up not really doing bike rides they, they don't have... <laughs> more of the story don't exercise just they don't, don't exercise. have a way to unfog the glasses at this point it's they, 2020. they, they do but i just so they I have... bought some white i bought wipes that that were because sam kept not complaining she kept letting me know that her her glasses were fogging up so oh. me being the responsible complaining compassionate husband i uh, i bought her some some wipes that are like five stars on 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 amazon there are sprays nothing. so Did like nothing. we go snorkeling yeah, not a we would go snorkeling in this in the keys all the time so they have sprays that you spray in the inside of your 
your goggles so they don't fog up. Probably the same concept. I'm Calling guessing. me the one percenter. I mean, hey, you know, I didn't have children. <laughs> I, I went, Going to Iceland I, in yeah. the Keys. <laughs> I went snorkeling this year in my dad's pool. You guys chose to have children's, okay? We did You're going to be laughing at me when we're in our 60s and they're taking care of you and I'm fucked. Have you uh, met my kids? So you're going to be like, Dave, how was those keys as your child is fetching you a beer? For for a solid five minutes, I had two of the three boys, because the other one's one, raking leaves with me tonight. That was nice. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I can't get one. of. The, I, I found some anti-foggers. They, they're not going to get here before I leave for my vacation. Oh. That's upsetting. Where are you going? Rhode Island. You guys gonna quarantine so, when you get back? But where where no, Rhode I got, Island? I, gotta, I don't Have I, know. So no travel restrictions. No, no some no restrictions clear. in place. Oh, I know. I I already had to call work, let them know. I have to get tested as soon as I got back. What's so exciting? Got, got tested in, uh, today. What the hell's so exciting in Rhode Island that you guys? <laughs> My sister-in-law decided to get an Airbnb out there, and that's it. That's all that it really sounds, takes. It sounds like way too much hassle, to be honest. The place is real nice, though. Yeah, it's real nice. My house is pretty nice. It is nice. It is quite nice. Do you get... want me and my wife and our two kids and then my brother and sister-in-law and their two Fuck kids no. over there? God, no. Okay. So we'll go to Rhode Island then. Yeah, you do that. That's how, much yeah, you got... pay... how much you paying? I have no idea. Well, I mean, I'll give up my house. Oh, all right. Depending. Depending on what? Price. Oh, we'll talk off air. Okay. Sounds right. good. Sounds good. So America number one. Exposed. Number one on my list. Oh. Top five favorite things about COVID. I've avoided as much as I can getting political, but I do have to get a little political with this. And it's nothing extreme because I just want to point out that if it wasn't for Corona, if it wasn't for COVID, we would 100% without beyond a shadow of a doubt be looking at four more years of Trump. 100%. Without a doubt. Because as everybody's been polled, it was one of two main concerns. It was either the economy and whoever was rooting for the economy as their number one concern was heavily favoring Trump. Mm-hmm. And if it was COVID, then they were heavily favoring Biden. All I want to say is, out of all of this, my personal feeling is, I think that that dude is an absolute embarrassment to the United States. And I cannot wait if he loses, because I'm not yeah. going to say it yet, as we are on Wednesday waiting for the final votes count, that I cannot wait to never have to hear him again. And the only other thing that I say that I take away from all of this that I would love to see from a political perspective as a voter in the future is I want all political debates, all of them, to have live fact checkers on hand mm-hmm. during the debate to hold all politicians accountable for the shit that they say. You know that will never happen. I know. Ever. It's fucking annoying. But, but the younger generations demand more transparency. And I think then in time you can get there. It will be a fight because no politician wants that. Nobody wants to be put on the spot to say, actually, what you just said is wrong. It's false. Can't say that. And that is is for both sides. That's for all parties. That's for all elections, everything. We just want to, it's so fucking exhausting sitting there going through the fact checker going, well, no, that was actually wrong. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, why'd you say that? Oh, don't say that. Just do it. And I get it, like, I understand to some extent that there's things that they can't tell us because the masses would not be able to handle it. There's shit You're talking aliens. You're talking about aliens. 
No, we can handle that. They told it during fucking like a year ago or earlier. That's this how year. crazy the world Nobody was. Nobody cared. They told us about aliens. We were like, yeah, I don't care. Doesn't we don't matter. care. We don't care. Move on. Move on. So they took a step in the right direction with the mute button, though, or the, was... the two minutes of muting in the debate. That, yeah. That's a step in the right direction. Their, their hands were forced. Yeah. But it was a step in the right direction. I think if if people can really push for it. It, because fact checking is becoming more and more popular. There's more people doing it. There's more sites doing it. You obviously need neutral fact checkers, which is very difficult. But contact Uber Facts. I I I hope uh, you get what you want. I don't see it ever happening. Yeah, right. I, again, just being overly optimistic. Poli- politicians do. Yeah, that's how I feel about politics. Politicians do not care what we truly want. No. They want to do it to them. It is just like playing a baseball game, a football game. They want to do whatever they can to win, whatever their team can to win, which is why politics sucks. That's that's fair. Yeah, I was hoping to have a mature conversation about this, but if you just want to just shit all over <laughs> it, that's cool. All right. Hey, I you, could... you 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 want you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I the problem is, is I don't even know what the, the truth the is mo- anymore. I don't. The, mo- yeah, exactly. the moderators, I don't think, at least in this election cycle, weren't allowed to be fact checkers. Yeah, they don't have the time. Annoying. There's so many yeah. fucking lies just. They coming need to out. have like a guy, uh, like the guy from CNN. That that's just what will, I mean. They need him there, going no with a bell. I want Ding. a team. I want a team. Team of folks. Yeah. They can figure it out. But yeah. neither side would want to do it. That's the oh problem. god no. There's yeah. a lot of things neither yeah. side wants to do. We know that they're playing it, but like I said, younger generations demand do. more transparency. Yeah, I, I just don't. It, someone would have to break that trend. You. So what I would say is, you, there's a way to work around it. So yeah, when you're watching the actual debate, you're probably not going to get somebody from CNN or when they're you know CNN and Fox, they're not going to have fact checkers. That's not going to happen. But you do have areas that would fact check somewhere separately so everybody's got their freaking phone on them every five seconds or they have a tablet of some sort so you yeah even if you get scored on it right so so they have people that fact check during the debate you just have to be a little bit it's a little bit harder than it should be to be able to access that so you want me to contact the uh umpire scorecard people on twitter i mean you're honest about that that's the start. That's the start of something is full like accountability that. for the umpires. Yes. We want accountability. And I think I, I truly believe that the younger generations want this more and more. They're going to yeah. push harder for it. I it nothing's easy. Like you know, the, the politics are not the, the political system is not really set up for our benefit as much as some people would like to think. But it, in, I mean, in a democracy, if there's one place that could potentially get it done, like I said, you can't just, you probably wouldn't be able to stop them over and over. It would be, there would be a buildup. So the very first time you did it, you start scoring them live or whatever. So anybody watching it is just seeing it. And whether it's flashed on the bottom or whatever, over time, it creates more accountability. I think what you're trying to do is just get another way to bet on debates. Huh? I think you just want to say, what's the over under on lies for? For Kamala, I'd be into that. Kamala, Kamala Harris. <laughs> you know, go I, ten. I'm gonna go ten. I'm taking the under. Yeah, it it's it's frustrating because you know you can't like this political election. You could barely you couldn't have reasonable rational conversations about it. It was just 
It is bananas. So. It's tough because there's two sets of facts, though. There's the Democratic facts and the Republican facts. I Even just having conversations with people, I would say something, and somebody that was rooting for the other side would go, well, that's not true. Well, it's like, also no. the source of the facts. It's just right. like my mother's telling me today. Fa- like, facts are facts, though. Like, right, 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 right. Either, otherwise, I would opinions. say in facts and quotes. Like, right, yeah. The, the fake news of the world. You know, my mom's telling me today about how somebody's shared a video with her about some supposed doctor talking about coronavirus. And my mom's like, that stuff's not true, but it's just like, it's, it's everywhere. It's yeah. social media has not made it better. It's not great. It's not great. But, it did uh, make it better for me to get 67 likes for my cat on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Which, but I'll, I'll, I'll end my are you gonna like two, my cat? Two second rant. I I'm at like seventy-eight. Cat, seventy-eight. I can like six it retweets, two, guys. Two guys, things. I'm going viral here. But I'll say this: uh, th- yeah, th- the biggest problem with politics is what we just talked about. You guys both referenced it. Is the other side? There should not be the other side. You should vote for the person that is going to do the right thing for you and for the country. And I, I think we just get stuck on all red or all blue. I would and agree with you. T- to me, that's disappointing because I don't think a reasonable person can say that every single person that is red is f- the best person for office. And I don't think every any reasonable person can say anyone that runs right. Every single person that runs that is blue is fit the best candidate. Agreed. And obviously, we don't right. You're not looking into every single candidate. <laughs> Some of them are kind of lesser things that we don't look at, but. To me, that's and I get you're gonna side with one because generally they you have similar opinions, but th- that's where I always struggle with politics. Like, I just want someone in there that truly wants to do the right thing. Yeah, and and I get it too. We're set up in a system that honestly, if a Democrat or Republican governor or president or whoever would try to do that, they would be bullied by their own party. Yeah. So it's just completely not set up to do that. And right, we're, we're playing team sport instead of doing what's best to try to pick the people the that we want to see up there are too smart to get into it. I would love to see Mark Cuban versus The Rock on stage. <laughs> right? Like, how yeah. that would be fun. <laughs> Let's just get that going. But I mean, they'd probably be on the same side. So it might, might not be. But it'd be, you know, somebody posed today, I saw on Twitter, like, would imagine if there was two sides or two people, one on each side, that both had compelling arguments that you could agree with one or the other. And that's who we got to choose from. Wouldn't that be nice? But it's, it's, uh, it's really fascinating going back to just like America exposed and talking of, and just seeing what has transpired. It's weird and wild stuff to say the least. So I don't know. My That's my pie in the sky is it'd take a long time to get there. But ooh, wait, hold on, guys. I'm up to 81 likes here. I'm really blowing I, up on Twitter. I just I just liked it twice. It was oh. 79. I just took care of that. You just took me to feeling really good about myself. You, it might you, be a you new career. Not, you are not Dave Plaz. No. Who, no. who are you? I'm uh, Dig Duggan. Can you tell me how you came up with that name? It was literally, I need a random name. I remember a game called Dig Dug when I was a mm-hmm. kid. Yep. So I put in Dig Dug and it was taken. So I just threw Duggan on there. That's how I okay. came up with it. All I've right. had pro- like a dozen Twitter accounts 
um, all different random names. Oh, so that's why you got 81 likes. <laughs> yes. Exposed. <laughs> Figured it out. And Steph liked it, and now you've liked it. So it's really doing it. Really, really doing it. Yeah, I don't I know. I was hoping friends. to have more fun with that, but it's it's so friends. hard to have fun with that for that final one there. I wanted to have a little bit more fun with those five facts, but really, it's just a listen. I got not wearing pants, poop smell masks, uh, coughing coworkers. <laughs> then you got America exposed and fact check those lion fox. Fact check those lion fox. It's fun. It's all it's all we want. It, again, the the first time you do it, it'd be really uncomfortable. Right, because nobody's gonna be prepared for it. It'd have to be a evolution of sorts, and neither side's gonna to want to commit to it. But at the same time, like that's a pile of bukkake. Uh-huh. You want to fucking commit to to a fact check? Well, clearly you're telling me that all you're gonna do is lie. So I don't know. I'm with Pat, man. I don't want to sit here and go. Well, I I always vote red, so I'm only gonna go with that because. But even though I disagree with half of their policies or typical, and then on the blue side is the same thing. I may not agree with all those people, but then, you know, so I've typically voted independent, but honestly happen to lean blue. But our governor in this state of Massachusetts is is Republican, and I think he's been excellent. He's done a good job. I have no complaints about Governor Baker. I think he's handled this coronavirus process pretty well, all things considered, uncharted territory. So, I don't know. must suck it must really suck <laughs> to like try to fucking handle all this yeah can't imagine but at least he's handled it seriously and diplomatically and well maybe we should start let's let's talk about something a little bit more serious because this has been just been a little too silly here yeah the so the braves fifth starting uh <laughs> job is up for grabs there's trevor bauer available there there's is. uh cory kluber there is why are you feeding into it? A personal Dave favorite. I love me some Corey Kluber. I think I'm hoping that he has like one good season left in him. Just that last hurrah, but he seems to have fallen and just he's going to just keep getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Pat, change the subject for me. This just got way too. Maybe I'll just cut it all out. So the first thing that we have to talk about, I think the most important thing that's happened in the past week or so. My, my my guy Kevin Cash. Uh, so game six of the World <laughs> Series. Uh, Snell just looked unhittable. You weren't touch him. Uh, pitch number seventy three was a nice base hit by Austin Barnes. Second only second hit, no walks of the uh, afternoon. And uh, then Kevin Cash came out to the mound. Figure maybe just give him a pep talk. Give Say, hey, good water. job. Pat uh, on the do you butt. Need anything? Doing great, I'm, kid. I'm, I'm going to order something later. I, I want to congratulate you. Just let me know what you want me to order, and I'll go back to the <laughs> dugout. But no, he also did something. Uh, he took the ball from him. Not not actual take the ball because it's COVID time, so Snell had to take the ball himself. So... I think I know how your feeling is. And of course, some of it is, you can say, is revisionist history. Obviously, what happened after Snell came out was, I want to say, a single by... No, double by Mookie. Double by Mookie. Yeah, and then, uh, wasn't it like a base hit and a wild pitch? Oh, no, yeah, something like that. Anyway. Everything started to go wrong. And and Dodgers end up winning 3-1. to They put attack on run in the ninth. 
and and they ended up winning the world series actually and speaking of coronavirus then justin turner who got pulled in the eighth after having a positive test said you know what fuck all you guys i'm going out there i'm doing it i bet you i bet you kevin cash paid him to do that so they wouldn't talk about him taking snow out yeah, I he didn't pay. Well, unfortunately, it didn't work enough for him because no. those were the two biggest things that were talked yeah. about. Um, so I I have a confession, and it's been weighing on me heavily, and it has to do with that game. You you voted for Trump? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, it's not. Definitely not that. Um, Just missed. So I first I got to apologize to all the Tampa Bay fans out there and and the other. The other folks that were rooting for Tampa he Bay to beat the him. Dodgers is uh, so Kevin and Cash and I had an agreement in DFS that we were going to yep, we were going to build a team and I had told him that I said I think that you know you're gonna you should do your typical analytical stuff and and pull Snell early you know maybe a couple innings just get him out there use him as a starter whatever blah 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 tell him analytics and all that bullshit that you usually do and I'm going to build a DFS team without him because the majority of people out there are going to use Snell. And Kevin Cash is like, all right, Dave, well, I feel a little bit uncomfortable about it, but fuck it. I mean, you saw what the Astros did. I'm sure this will be fine. So we uh, we agreed, and we built a, a fantasy team that didn't have snow, and that fucker left them in. So, so it tells you how good of a person he is. And, well, anyway, we bet against <laughs> snow, and he rode snow longer than he was supposed to and still pulled him early. So I don't know. I think he felt bad at one point and said, I'm just going to pull him now. Sorry, Dave, because snow at that point had like 30-something fantasy points. and. Do you have like a door? Were you texting him during the game, like saying, "Hey, I mean, I, I get it, but take him out." I was, and he was ignoring the phone, very that's, blatantly. That's you know what? I'm glad the they phone. lost them. That's a that's a bad partner. So, I don't know. There's, there was there was a lot of layers to that night that people didn't really know about, but you know, yeah. now that we're past sad. it, I that's upsetting. I figure I put it out there. Yeah, Thank Pat. What were you talking that. about? Snell. <laughs> the, um, look, uh, the look on his so, face was just, he was so upset. Yeah, so Pe- Pepe, how do you feel about it? About him taking him out? All right, yeah. so you that's your guy. Like that, you, he, he had 70-something pitches. He was mowing them down. I think you got to at least, and I understand you got Mookie and, and those guys coming up. You got to at least let him face the first guy. Even if your plan was to go through... And, and pull him a little bit early because that's what you do because your bullpen's so nasty. I think you gotta let him at least, at least pitch to the next guy, pitch to Mookie, who, w- with the fact that he hits lefties way worse than he hits righties. Then you just bring in the guy. You he does the well. The facts uh, are the it, facts. It, but my my argument is this: Mookie's not one of those guys where you. It doesn't matter who's pitching it, against Mookie. It, it did that day. Oh no! Agree, agree, agree. No, I, I'm just saying. So uh, yeah. So make your. I'll. I'll I have my point, which yeah. agrees with that. Right. I mean, again, so Mookie hits lefties way way worse than righties. He he, he was over two against uh, Snell before that, correct? Correct. With right. two strikeouts, and right. Seager was over two with two strikeouts, and Justin and Turner was over two with two strikeouts. With two strikeouts. So I think he was handling those guys pretty well. And Maybe then struggling. you go. And then you bring in freaking the guy you bring in has given up a run in every freaking game that you brought him in. I understand how that he is was one of the best relievers in the game, but the guy wasn't getting it done against his team. What are you doing? Or the team before? Right. Yeah. What you're doing yeah. is you're overthinking it. 
Mm-hmm. So, and, so and, and as somebody who's qualified to be an MLB manager who just chooses and not someone to, who overthinks it, and somebody who definitely overthinks everything, yeah, he overthought that. So, yeah. yeah. So, so here's the problem. I right. I'm a huge baseball nut. There's a lot of old school in baseball that I like. Oh. Yeah. And but I also love the analytics as well. The problem is for me. The, the best thing to do is you got to combine them both. You have mm. to use both. Agreed. Analytics are great. Analytics are about playing the percentages. The Tampa Bay Rays got to where they were because of analytics. Here's the thing, though. The percentages are never 100%. The manager in you has to figure out when to go against the analytics. And analytics are also, it's not, it's your guy. So analytics usually look at everyone. It's not looking at your guy in game six of the World Series who has only thrown 73 pitchers, who has doesn't have a game tomorrow. Right. What do you say 73? Pitchers? Anything. Pitches, sorry. Just, I got pictures. I, I, I pictured a whole arm of, army of pitchers. He basically he made wow. them look like pitches for 73 pitches. He did. Um, it, disgusting. Right, he, he wasn't getting hit hard. That's another thing. If he was getting hit hard, he was getting strikeouts. Mookie, right? I got to fact check this. Maybe we need a fact check. For the show. This show I, should have a fact checker because I'm I, I lying half the time myself. <laughs> I thought Mookie was uh, pretty neutral. Regardless, though, Mookie's just not a guy, right? You don't bring in a righty or bring in a lefty for Mookie. Like, you want your best guy out there. And then and Seager's up next, who definitely does do better against righties. So I think at minimum, you have to leave him in for those two. But quite honestly, I I, I think you let him finish that inning. Was that right? the third time through the order? It, so he did not get through the third time through the order. And that's the problem. The analytics say third time through the order, pull the guy but you need to look at who's pitching in what situation. He had complete game look. stuff that night. Yep, he did. And and again, you're not, you shouldn't be saying anything. And then to Pepe's point, th- this is not as analytical, but just just check the old back of the baseball card stats. The guy you're bringing in has given up six, has given up a run in six straight games. He's probably not the guy to bring in in a one-run game of the World Series. In right, if he was absolutely lights out, I still wouldn't have agreed with it. But if he was regular season Anderson, you at least get it a little more because he's been so lights out. Mm. But he wasn't. So it, yeah, t- to me, I-, I think Cash is one of, if not the best manager. Mm-hmm. But it-, it was a really bad move, and it was just a. Uh, totally following the analytics a hundred percent when that situation i think pretty clearly to everyone called not to do that so, so I, I have uh, i have mookie splits against righties he hit 323 so that's not bad what do you solid. think he hit against lefties 370 no like 210 200 this year is, is so so that's What's what his i was career? gonna say is you this career or this year that's this, this year, year. Yeah, look at his yeah, career. Yeah, so this is a very short. Well, like anything will tell you, like you have to look at larger sample sizes. So, yeah. I mean, this was a short I, season. I, I try to do like a three-year, but baseball reference yeah. generally. Anything statistically does. will tell you. You got to look at larger sample sizes. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think he was looking more at this is his third time. Was That that was Mookie's third at bat against him, right? Yep, and Mookie yeah. let off. And so. so Cash just said, nope, this is where I'm pulling him. He probably had it in his head. 
And I agree with you 100% because I, I'm as data-driven as anybody. I'm always throwing stats out to argue anything. But I would agree that the best managers seem to blend it well. The managers that do the best have an understanding of analytics. Obviously, every big organization's armed with a analytics team. So Mookie career is 897 OPS versus righties, 888 versus lefties. So he's, again, he's just a good hitter. Yeah, and that's oh, that's yeah. the thing. So you want your best guy out there. And like you said, Dave, he had complete game stuff. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't go a complete game, but it, he – I would have he's never He's your best option right down. there. Yep. Yep. So, so obviously we're right, and yep. we should mm-hmm. be managing baseball teams. Yep. Imagine that. And then, I get 100% then... picture Pat just in a baseball, just at the top step, knee up, he's chewing some gum. Oh, I'd love it. You, you would definitely be, of all three of us, by far and away, uh, a better baseball manager. I uh, That is what I would like to I would do just want to be job. the owner. Like I feel yes. like that would be my role. I'm just the guy. I could be the GM, too. Staring out. No, that's too much work. I'd just be the guy <laughs> staring out the window. I'm the ideas guy. Like that, That's where I fit. Because I'm just, I got a team, I got ideas, I throw it out there, let the analytics so, guys break it down. So you just want to shit a little money. Yeah, and, and own a team. Yeah. Basically A-Rod, but way cooler. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> so uh, real real uh, quick, the uh, awards came out, the three finalists, they'll start getting named next week. Who do you guys got for American League MVP between Abreu, LeMahieu, and Ramir- Jose Ramirez? So I think, depending on the site you look at, Jose Ramirez statistically all around was the best of the three. But you wouldn't think that he's the guy. Who was oh, Abreu? I, re- I mean, Abreu to me is the fun pick because the White Sox were really fun this year um, up until they weren't. I would lean... So the statistics guy in me would lean towards Jose Ramirez. Okay. Dave with Jose Ramirez. Pepe, who you got? Man, how do I not pick LeMahieu? He has to pick him. LeMahieu. I have to pick LeMahieu. No, I'll pick Abreu. Wow. Going off brand. Well, so he might not be a Yankee. Oh, true. <laughs> no, he he's awesome. He in in I think he's not only is he just a great hitter, he for the Yankees, he's like a perfect fit kind of guy. He fit right into the system. He never got hurt. You were so excited. I loved it. I loved the pick. When, oh, got when he came over, you were all over that. You oh said, my oh. God, yeah. I named my daughter DJ. Um, <laughs> what? But, I, but I'm but i almost positive Abreu was, Abreu was significantly better than him. Do you have another daughter? We don't talk about that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Pepe, you're wrong with both your picks. Jose Ramirez is the pick. All right, moving on. NL MVP. Um, who do we have? Betts, Freeman, or Machado? Freddy motherfucking Freeman. It's kind of crazy that Tatis didn't make it. And honestly, his September was not nearly as good. He would have won it if it was the August Tatis MVP. wins funnest player in MLB this year. Yes. yes by far. 100%. Uh, he was really close. I mean, so there's always a little discrepancies between the major statistics site. I t- typically lean fan graphs. Freddie Freeman was a clear-cut winner there in the National League. Mookie wasn't too far behind him, made up for with some defensive production, and then Tatis was yep. right behind him. So I, I personally think you could be fine with all three, but I think this is Freddie's time. He deserves it. Pepe? Oh, yeah, it's Freddie Freeman. Yeah, That's easy. Agreed. That was easy. 
Yep. Fred Mayer. I also um, don't want to name somebody else and have you talk for a half hour about why Cody Fame is great. No, no, no. I, the I'm, guy I'm, had an 1100 OPS, a yeah. weighted on base average of 456. He batted 340. Just all right. Fuck. Well, well now, now Dave sent me off. So the other thing, though, <laughs> um, the, right? Remember too, he had a very bad bout with COVID. Yes. Like two, like at the restart, had a 104.5 temp, and somehow like got cleared to play four days before the season ended up basically starting all but like a couple games and that was just that wasn't even injury that was just pure rest so yeah it, what he did was really i mean he's always been pretty consistent but uh i think well deserved this year national league cy young comes down to trevor bauer you the man darvish and jacob the best pitcher in the world to grom who do you guys got Pepe, you Pepe. go first. Why? Yep. I'll take the ground. I didn't. I don't know any of the stats for any of those guys. You didn't study for this show? No, I didn't know he was doing it until like five Ugh. minutes before we hit record. Ugh. Someone uh, so, just said, I'm going to talk about baseball, and I'm supposed to know that he's talking about, hang on. I'm really torn on this. I do agree. I do think that based off of multitude of factors, including just the past few years, that Jacob deGrom is, is the is the king he's the best pitcher in baseball however you could 100 percent make an argument Ooh. for trevor bauer because he is right there if you look at just things like era i mean 1.73 for trevor bauer versus 2.38 for degrom overall war degrom just edged him on fangrass i think as an ambassador for the sport i love bauer i love his his twitter personality i love that he's all about the new age of showboating and everything i think that I would give it to DeGrom, but I wouldn't be mad at all if Darvish had a really good year. Darvish did too. Oh, he's Darvish had Darvish had a really. I forgot he's National League. Oh, you got to give it to him then. Got to give it to Darvish. He had the better of the. He had the best year of all three of those guys. All right, I'm going to disagree with you then, and I'm going to pick the other candidate. I think Trevor Bauer deserves Cy Young. Uh, They they were all really good. Yeah, and again, I'm I'm annoyed. Max Free went seven and zero. Had a sub two ERA until he rolled his ankle and then give up back to back homers for the Marlins. I, I think Trevor Bauer. This Three year, stats just, I want to point dominant. out on Darvish though, just to make a, a counterpoint because again I love Trevor Bauer. He's actually probably my favorite pitcher in the game, period because I love his personality. But three three stats I want to throw out there. Based on balls per nine innings, you Darvish had a 1.66, Degrom had a 2.38, Trevor Bauer had a 2.1. That is amazing for you who's historically had a lot of walks per, for his game. The guy throws yes. 37 different pitches and it takes him a while to figure out which ones are working for him. Second, I would say home runs per nine innings. Trevor Bauer with a 1.11, Jacob DeGrom with a 0.93 and you Darvish with a 0.59. And then the third stat, BAPIP, batted average on balls in play, you Darvish had the highest, 295, DeGrom 288, Trevor Bauer 215. What that shows to me, some would say anyway, that Darvish was a little unlucky with balls in play and was giving up a higher average just on that. There's, It's not an exact science, but if typically guys that are that lights out have a higher BAPIP, it means that they're a little unlucky, which is why his war is yeah. probably higher than the other two. It, it's not an exact science. It's just something just to, yeah, yeah, to talk no, about. I, you, Darvish, um, was great. I. I mean, Trevor Bauer is my favorite of the three guys. For me, an award like this is a little more results-based. And what I mean by that is like ERA and FIP 
and I say that because what you're saying is very good to predict the future to mm. see if this season was a fluke or not. And I don't think any three of them was, but I, I agree that Darvish, what he did this year looks better for him long-term to repeat. But I, right. I do like the ERA and FIP and uh, check this so, out. Like th- his base on balls per nine was 1.66. You know, his career Careers, average is 3.87. Yeah. So before this year, he was even last year was decent at 2.8. The year before was 4.7. He's always been close to a three. So he really yeah. cut his walks down. If he can hang on to that, you Darvish, yeah. oh, man. I, I, in, in, of the, yeah, I love you, Darvish. I'm going to spend 10 seconds on this one. AL Cy Young is Shane Bieber. Yeah. Uh, my, my Ed and Ryu had, Good seasons, though, especially Maeda. I was really high on him. I thought that was a good trade for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't work out in the playoffs, but uh, Maeda, I, I think, was good. And I was surprised Ryu did as good as he did. Uh, did. I, I didn't I, – I he's a good pitcher. I just didn't realize he had that good of a year. Mm. But Shane Bieber's the pick. It's not even worth talking. We could talk about his 14.2K per nine, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. To uh, Such a great season, so tragically – like yeah terrible way to end it just blown yep. up in the playoffs just sucks but all right moving on to rookie of the year for the american league uh javier of the houston astros kyle lewis of the seattle mariners or luis robert of the chicago white Sox. who do you got dave so, so here's where i'm exposed because i truly did not follow the season that close i don't know much about any of those three guys so i'm gonna go last because <laughs> i don't know just, just name a name at this point. I just already forgot who you said. You Darvish. <laughs> okay, you, you Darvish for American League. Yep. I, I are those guys yeah. all hitters? Yeah. Uh, yes. No, Javier's a pitcher for the Astros. I'm not picking the Astros. What are the other two? Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Lewis, Lewis of the Seattle Mariners center fielder and Luis Robert of the Chicago White Sox center fielder. Oh, oh, yeah, I like Luis Robert. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. What so the few the little day DFS that I did play this year, I stacked the White Sox quite a bit, and Luis Rivera almost always made it into my lineup. Yeah. So he hit some dogs for me. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm going Kyle Lewis. Yeah, that Kyle Lewis is the pick. Robert yeah. was the sexy pick. Kyle Lewis to me is interesting because he was a pretty high draft pick, and he had some injury problems, and kind of his stock kind of tanked a little bit. For this year, it was a really uh, – he was really good. I Talk about a DFS guy. I used him a couple times, and he – 11 home runs. 16th one, overall in the AL. Well, just by war. For war. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he had a really good year. And, and honestly, that outfield in the years to come with uh, Kanellick in the Mets trade, and then they have uh, Julio Rodriguez, both top 15 prospects in all of baseball – like that could be a really dangerous outfield, but uh, Toscar just, yeah. Hernandez, Toscar, Tscar. No, no, no. That's uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, but how do you, is that how you pronounce it? Toscar, T Oscar. Oh, T Oscar, because it's if it was toe, it'd be T O E, like uh, that toe guy. There's a toe guy in the Braves, right? What was Doug referencing like a handful of episodes ago? Six toe, six toe Sanchez. Oh no, yeah, oh, Miami, Miami, Miami Marlins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Six toe. So Kyle Lewis to pick. National League Rookie of the Year. Maybe we skip Dave for this one. Blom for, Blom for the Phillies, Cronworth for the uh, Padres, or Devin Williams for the Brewers. Pepe, you, you got, got 
Why don't you go first? Uh, Devin Williams. He gave up yeah. one run in like yeah. Yeah, eight, been... 19 innings, which is ridiculous because Hader went like, I want to say 10 straight games without giving up a hit. And then he ends up not even being the best person in that bullpen this year. That, that was ridiculous. Sad that he was hurt. Granted, I don't think they were going to beat the Dodgers, but he didn't end up going on to the playoffs because he was hurt. But uh, I think he's the pick. I, th- I think you're right. The other two, very good seasons, but I think yeah. he was he – was What about best. Antonio Sensatella? Reds? Rockies. Uh, Rated higher than whoever it was you were just talking about. Oh, yeah. People complain – yeah, you're right. People complain about that. And uh, Kieberan Hayes, third baseman for uh, Pirates – he also was rated higher than the three. I don't know who three. any of these guys are. Yeah. Oh, God. It, the, lo, look up Devin Williams, though. He had a ridiculously good year. I The problem is it's a short it. sample size. Yep. So you can kind of make the argument, all right, a reliever having a ridiculous good year could have blown up in his face in, you know, yeah. in month four, and then it's not. It's but, such a hard season to evaluate. Yeah, but you know what, though, right? You have to evaluate it in two months, and he did what you want him to do in a two-month season. Sure. So screw it. He deserves it. Absolutely. National League Manager of the Year, Tingler Done. for Manly. Yeah, Tingler Done. for San Diego. David Ross, the absolute man for the Chicago Cubs, and Mm-mm. the D bag as a manager himself, Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly. The pick's Don not the Mattingly. pick. The pick, as much as I am t- not that a team fan had no him. business being where they were. Don Mattingly is the pick. Mm-hmm. I, I um I actually and, and I would say Dave Ross is second because the Cubs. I think overperformed. I love all Dave things Ross. considered. I love Dave Ross. Um, yeah. And then the AL Manager of the Year, this Kevin is Cash, excluding the postseason. Um, Kevin Cash, yeah. Montoyo of the Toronto Blue Jays, who t- definitely deserves some credit, especially mm-hmm. playing in Buffalo. My name is Aldo and, Montoyo. And, and uh, Rick, Rick Renteria of the White Sox, who then got fired. He has no idea what we're talking about, and he refused to break. <laughs> what he was doing you ever seen princess bride no oh, oh good movie mm. aldo montoya so he's my vote aldo montoya okay no I'm it's kevin cash it's kevin cash yeah it is kevin cash that is the pick it mm-hmm. seems bad after game six but he he deserves it like he led the race 40 wins in a 60 game season that was awesome did we way back in like episode two or something do a forecast for this season like our prediction of who would be i don't think we didn't did i that. pick rocco baldelli or no where we were looking at last season i think no that was that was the very first episode that we did and that was not a pilot in and we basement. we actually did basically this yes we picked and you picked a cardinal for every yes right. yes as yeah, yeah. well deserved. And you pick Rocco Baldelli yeah. for the Rays. You pick Tommy Edmund. Yeah. And you pick, that's why I texted that. And we, you, right. we kept picking Sonny Gray. Yeah. Yes. You pick Tommy Edmund for the NL Rookie of the Year. <laughs> that's right. Wayne Wright for Comeback Player of the Year. Yes. Um, shit for the manager who ended up winning it. And didn't you pick like Molina? Clarity or for Cy like Young. Yeah, which that one made sense too, and then Molina for MVP. And that's how so. we let off. So I kind of like you weren't quite sure until like the third Tuna. pick, and no, then you're like, yeah, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Edmund oh, because I picked one. Yachty or Molina for MVP. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so I think that was last that, though. Yeah, it was. It was Tommy Edmund. When you picked Tommy Edmund for Rookie of the Year, I was all right. There was Alonzo and Soroka and Tatis. There's no way you're picking Tommy Edmund. Yeah. That was the red flag. That was the big stretch. 
big stretch. Um, I was like looking at their uh, potential rookies, and they didn't really have much going for them. So I knew that that was going to be the tough one. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. So a couple more baseball topics, then I think we can wrap it up. Couple managerial, one rumor, one uh, has happened. Actually, two has happened. We can just touch on real quick. AJ Hinch is now the uh, manager of the Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't blame the Tigers at all. I think that's a really good move. Mm-hmm. That's an up and coming team that I think two years from now is going to be a force. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they yep. in their they're in that next echelon. We're talking about the White Sox and the uh, Padres are kind of exploding. Mm-hmm. I think that is a couple years away, but that will be one of the next teams. Yeah, you lose long enough, you, you're going to get you're some good players. You're bound to get some good players. Yep. And they've, yeah. they've got some really good young yeah, pitching, yeah. and, and they're, uh, they're getting more players too. Yep. Then the other one was Tony La Russa is the manager of the Chicago White Sox. What do you think of that one? I He's don't think it's a, old. I don't I think, think it's, it's a bad move. idea. It's a bad I don't idea. think so either. It's, it's also a different, different game. The game has game. changed, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Th- th- this to me reminds me of like Joe Gibbs where yeah, they brought him back yeah. in Washington and like he was a legendary coach, but quite honestly, it's just the game was, and he wasn't invested in the next 10 years and the yeah. game changed too much. I get that the uh, White Sox owner really likes La Russa, but. It, well, that was also like a... at one point he let him get away or something, yeah, right? Yep, so this yep. was, this was redemption to some extent but it's yeah, but it's way it, such a different game they and have a good team their team is way I, too good i think they're just gonna they're, they're still gonna win because they yeah. do have a good team so the question is can he accept the analytics part of the game because he's know. still been around the game it's not like, like he was you know with the red sox for a while he's still been involved not on the same level so it'll be interesting to see what he can do now um and if it you know he can adapt to the way the game is I mean, obviously, he's a really smart baseball mind. He's won in multiple areas, so he definitely knows his stuff. But yep. again, to your point, it might. Hopefully, the game doesn't pass him by. And, I don't know. and some people are definitely pissed off because he is the first ever person to be elected to the Hall of Fame that has then came back. Mm. So oh, wow. they mm-hmm. are not. Cool. Uh, there are people that are not very happy with him just because he was out of the game from a, a coaching perspective for so long, he got inducted to the hall of fame and now, now he's back. This would, this is a first. Hmm. Why are people mad though? It's never mad, happened. Bro? Why are you so mad? And right. It's a five year. You got to be out of the game for five years. And then hmm. I, I, right. It's, it's probably more of a traditionalist thing. It, so, it is what it is. Right? So if, you, I, if you were a player, you get inducted, you come back as a manager, that's fine. I would say so, yeah. But, but because you, you got are... inducted as a manager. Because basically now you, you broadcast will probably say, Hall of Fame manager Tony La Russa. And it's like, you're managing against Hall of Fame manager Tony La Russa. No one's ever had that honor. Hmm. Because so, you, so, so Mo, Mariano comes back. People are going to be pissed off at him? Because I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you, you can get people out. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a very good question I, yeah. wonder, I don't know Rafi Palmero still wants to come back speaking of uh, Mariano Rivera the team that beat him in 04 I believe had someone by the name of Alex Cora I'm probably wrong on, on the timing oh he's going to be a Red Sox um, manager 100% saw that yeah. coming a mile away Yeah, it, it's weird to me let AJ Hinch absolutely... get signed first yeah, take, yeah, all that, right. take all that focus away. But AJ Hinch didn't get signed back to the same team. 
True. I, honestly, it's 100% the right move. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't they know the fans love Cora. Of course. And, like, that's and it. And they won him a World Series. Uh-huh. Should have brought Grady guy. Little back. Mm, yeah, you would, you would, as a Yankees fan, you would agree. Frank Cora. Right. Kevin, Ka- Kevin Cash right now is hoping that Grady Little comes back. I will tell you this, though. Grady Little would have left Snell in. Yes, he would have. Into the ninth. He, he was ahead of his time. In the 11th. Keep, keep him out there. Yeah. And you know what? They probably would have won the World Series. Yeah, you never know. We'll never know. We, we will never know. So just to wrap up, I, I don't want to get all depressing and everything, but free agency is going to be different than it's ever been before. And mm-hmm. right, uh, COVID obviously has a lot to do with it. I even think that potentially if a vaccine were to come out in the next month or so, it could breathe a little hope for free agency. Right, I'm not predicting that. I have no clue. But right now, it is a scary time. So Brad Hand, uh, Indians all-star closer, got put on waivers for a one-year $10 million. I was praying the Braves were going to pick him up, and not one team claimed him. So you have an Crazy. all-star, really good closer on a one-year deal that you could have for $10 million, and people did not want to take him. I think that is a sign of things to come. I think your big, big, talented guys are going to get paid and get paid well. But after that, I think the drop-off is going to be huge. I Mm. think you're going to see a lot of one-year deals and at less money than we've ever seen. And I think it's going to be a really slow. The winter meetings are virtual now because of COVID. I just think we're not going to see a lot of signings in November, December. And it's going to be painful. We shall see. Do you guys have an opinion? I was just looking at my cat reaching 89 likes and eight retweets on Twitter. 80. And yeah, I, well, I, 80. I, I got I distracted gave you during that question. Two retweets and two likes. Wow, you really did. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, He's uh, so great. We'll, we'll just go with uh, I'm going to go with the top five free agents Bauer, Ooh. Rio Muto, Springer, Ozuna, and LeMayhew. Ooh, that's a lineup. What do you. Where do they go? Prediction time. Where do they go and what do they get? Oh, somebody's paying for Bauer. That's for sure. So I'm going to say Bauer is going to be a Toronto Blue Jay for two years, $70 million. Wow. He's not going to take the one-year deal. He'll take a two-year mm-hmm. deal, but it's going to be for huge money. The Blue Jays are going to pair him with Ryu in their young, young uh, core. Young, young Kim? No, no, God, no. Decky Rabu. Yeah. Um, oh man, so tr- Toronto. So that, that's yeah, I that's my that. prediction. I can see that. I'm gonna I say. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I can see the Padres. I can see the Braves. Bauer is definitely gonna be one of those guys. I like your idea of two years, seventy million. He's gonna be one of those guys who doesn't want to. He doesn't want to tie himself into a long contract, right? He wants to. He, they, they've kind of came back on that a little bit because he was someone who famously said he'll go one-year deal for one-year deal. Yeah, yeah. I, he's, in my opinion, he's going to look for the most money. I think a team like the Blue Jays would want him for a couple years. Of course they um, And I also think they would have to overpay a little bit. Two years is really enticing, though. You could also, if, if you're looking at that, you could definitely see the Red Sox and Yankees opening up their, their purse strings for something like that. Fucking two years. Yankees ain't taking him. No? There's no way. Him and Garrett Cole hate each other. Yeah. 
that's a thing. They, I'm it's sure a they big do. Thing. No, it's a big thing. They but, do not but, like each other. Uh, yeah. I, and I also don't winning think... trumps that. It does. Uh, agreed, but I don't think he fits the Yankee way as yeah. much. Yeah. And, and I think the Red Sox are still going to be a little cheaper. I agree with Pat on that. Well, yeah. fuck you. I'm going with the Red Sox then. All right. <laughs> how, 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 how much? Oh, two years, $80 million. All right, Pepe? Uh, I think you're right. The, the thing that sucks is I think you're right. It, it, it's a oh, good that fit does suck. That kind of burns. Yeah, it's it a, burns. It's a good fit with the Blue Jays. They need pitching really, really badly. You pit, you put him with Ryu, and then you got Pearson. That that starts to become somewhat I think, of a scary proposition to go up against. I, I think that the a big market will entice somebody like Bauer. I think Bauer wants to play it. I'm gonna market. go. You know, what? I'm gonna go with the Dodgers. So MLB trade rumors has him going the Dodgers for four years over a hundred million. He he has said that he wants he does want to go to a contender. He wants to go to contender and he doesn't mind taking one year deals. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Again, this year is kind of weird. I yeah I I mean maybe the Dodgers do. Can't they just enjoy their World Series win and not? They, oh God! Don't take power. I, I I'm picking the Dodgers. All right. That's JT Real Muto, where is he going? I know where I want him to go. Yeah, you guys got Gary Sanchez though. Yeah, world no, class pitch that's, framer. That's why I want. That's why world I want class Real pitch Muto. framer. Bash I'm going to take the Yankees. To do a buck eighty. All right, what's he getting? I don't have a clue. Okay, I don't know what fine. he's looking for. I really don't know. But I think yeah. I I he, don't think it's going to happen. But I this is me wishing positivity in the world. He's looking. I'm, for a two hundred million, which he's never gonna get. No, there's you, no way. Just as a catcher, you can't get that alone. No. Um, Dave, do you have any prediction? <sighs> just team. I, I'll I'll do what I think dollar figures are, but. Yeah, I I don't really. I mean, nobody can go wrong with Real Muto. He's the best hitting catcher in baseball. The White Sox. You could. It, I, he could be a final piece to a team that's just going big. You know they're they're going all in. He could definitely be a piece to somebody like the Yankees. Again, although I think that their money's spent better on their pitching staff that they can't seem to agreed. To that's to why they won't do it. A healthy product. Yeah. yeah, no, everybody would want Real Muto. I'm gonna say he's gonna stay with the Phillies. Okay. I'm I am going. This is where Steve Cohen ponies up. JT Real Muto will be a New York Met. Ugh. I think they have a huge I hole. I think they have a hole at catcher. <laughs> I think that would be great hole. for the p- pitching cat, uh, the pitching staff. Um, the Mets now have some money. Uh, six years, 162. I think they have to overpay a little bit for him because he, uh, no one wants to go to the Mets. I, I think that makes sense to me. The other thing about Real Muto is, to your point, any team could use him. With the DH coming to the National League, unfortunately, probably in 2022, Right, he is a perfect guy to catch the next three years, and he's a good enough hitter where you could still stick him at DH first base. He he's not a right once he loses his catcher, right? If his knees go and he loses catcher, he he's still a good enough hitter that you'd be okay with that. Until he's not, because he could be Joe Mauer part two. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't see it, but it, it yeah, obviously that could happen. I don't know. Just trying to 
just trying to counterpoint you, Pat. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, George Springer, where is he going? <laughs> oh, that's a fucking great question. Who needs some thunder? A lot of teams. Yeah, a lot of teams need some thunder. I, I I've seen the Red Sox actually not not tied to him, but people predicting. Really? Yeah. They're I feel JBJ. like he would be a classic Angels move because they're still just not going to spend money on pitching like they should. They're mm-hmm. just going to get a hot name. That's a great bat. You're you not so, wrong, but the, I think the problem they got is... They Joe Adele, they got Trout. And I didn't say Justin that it was Upton. a good fit. Just I just Upton. think they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something they would do. Sorry, Angels fans. I mean, you have to admit to it that your team does not... Const- like your, your GM does not construct good teams. This this for them and they fired their GM now so maybe oh, that'll they? help. It this could be a good market That's right, they for did. them. That's right. They did. They did. I, they got there's... some good talent. They do. They had that albatross of a contract with Pujols. Yeah. Well, uh, and that will end next year. The, this will be really? the final year of it. Forty-two yeah. years old. Yeah, I think forty-one. But what, and what about... this? Sorry. What about the Mets? Uh, I I the Mets to me make a ton of sense. And I honestly could see them even doing both Rio Muto yeah. and Springer. I've and also that seen team starts to get scary. Yeah, uh, I I think still with Rio Mets. Muto, that team still the Mets. Yeah, I, I mean that's the only saving grace. But I think Rio Muto, if Stroman takes the qualifying offer, I, I think that team in in Syndergaard gets someone healthy, and you add another complimentary piece or two. I think that team does get scary. But anyway, I, I, I've also seen the Phillies. I'm going to go with the White Sox, though. Mm-hmm. Five years, $125 million. I think that is the final thump that they need in their lineup. Uh, he can either play center or left or right and let Luis Robert mm-hmm. play. And him, Jimenez, him and Robert play in that outfield. I think that That's could kind of – outfield. Yeah. So in Chicago's shown that they're willing to spend some money. I think that would make a lot Who of sense. Who do they have after Giolito? Uh, Dylan Cease, X, X-Factor. Yeah. X-Factor. So they're starting they rotation. Michael, Michael Kopik, who in theory will be coming back healthy as the Red Sox theory. Fans. Third year in a row yeah. that he's going to be healthy, So but supposedly. They have, they have someone else. Oh, they have Dallas Keuchel, who actually had a really good year. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think their rotation would be good enough with, with if you add someone like good George Springer. Championships, Pat. Uh, they got I, a lot of thunder. A lot of thunder. And yeah, and I really like. Uh, I think I'm trying Andrew Vaughn, the uh, first baseman out Cal. They took third overall a couple of years ago. A really good pure hitter. I think. You, How do you know these college players? I love that guy. I don't I, fucking know who I, that I, is. Yeah, I've I've talked about him on at least a pilot episode. This guy's got to go through like <laughs> nine layers. I, yeah, I know. No, I'm impressed by it. I'm not doubting Dave, you. Dave I doesn't don't know people until he can start losing money on them. Exactly. They're yeah. fucking no th- nothing to me until uh, they get the I will tell you when he comes up and you pick him up. I don't get too excited about minor leaguers outside of the can't miss guys like Ronald Acuna Jr. because you just see way too many of them bust. Or they're just late bloomers. Like they they do really well, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Then they eat 400 tacos and they're a little bit slow yeah. on the field and they can't quite swing the bat at the same speed. We'll see how he does this year. He's lost what 30 something pounds. They said. Yep. Already. Just in time for the holidays, he's going to sit down for Thanksgiving and get it all back. I don't so understand us- why you would give it all back on the worst meal of the year. 
Oh, stop it with Thanksgiving. We'll oh, talk stop. about it when crap. we get to Thanksgiving time. Stupid crappy. It's going to be a whole segment, me and Dave arguing about Thanksgiving. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Marcel Ozuna. Yes. Where Nash is she going? Nats. I've seen that. They need some. They need a bopper in that lineup. Oh, is that what we're doing? That Hold on. Let sucks. me just go to MLB trade rumors, and then I'll tell you where I think he's going. I didn't it's know that's. I didn't know that's what we were doing. The, I thought we actually had to come up with it ourselves. Yeah, it is. Well, it, if that was the case, we would have known that we were doing this ahead of time, and we could have put some thought into it. I would have read it. Yeah. Now you're just throwing this at me. Put me on the spot. I don't even watch yeah. baseball. But but we all know the Nats lineup is not hasn't been the same uh, since they lost Rendon. They lost Harper. It's a good fit. MLB trade rumors has it right, so it's not you're not wrong. Still looking. I, I don't. Where's Cole Wong going? That's the real story. Cole <laughs> uh, Wong could be Red a Red Sox. Sox. At least six teams. The Angels have contacted him too. Um, second baseman, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I think the Red Sox are buying out Pit- Dustin Pedroia. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right yeah, move. it's not officially yet, but that. Yeah. You think he's going to come? I'm doing anything I can to get Pat off his agenda. <laughs> this is fine. why we should have a mute button during these debates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Just say, come on, man. Just shut up. I, I, just I, do I, don't, I don't love Ozuna and Soto in the same outfield. Because the about National League will have to. Uh, the the Nats could use Cole Wong. But the National League is probably going to have to do one more year of no DH. I'm going to pick the Braves. Maybe it's a little wishful thinking. Four years, $84 million. He was a really good clubhouse fit. I think this is where the Braves, again, free agency this year is scary because of COVID. But the Braves also lost $70 million off the books this year. Thanks, Cole Hamels. That's how so, much they paid him? No. No, but Hamels, Ozuna, and Melanson was like $50 million just right there. Real quick, though. Um, elephant in the room, kind of. Are they going to have fans next year? And if so, like, what's their revenue look like if they don't? And then are they going to – is team still going to just pay up these massive contracts? No, so that's that's the thing. I, we're, we're talking about these five, but I think after you get past these five, the contracts aren't going to be there because of that, unless yeah. there's a much clearer picture. That's what I was talking about in the beginning, which I'm sure you were listening about a potential. Uh, <laughs> no, I was looking at my cat on Twitter. <laughs> about a potential. If a vaccine came out this month, I think you might start to see more money uh, towards the end of the free agency yes, class. Yes, 90 likes. Um, but uh yeah i mean a vaccine um, certainly changes everything if all of a yeah, sudden yeah. now you're saying there's I, fans there's revenue there's all that yeah absolutely. i think there will be fans i don't because again remember well when baseball canceled it was right in the very beginning of it i think there'll be fans similar to what the nfl is doing and what they did at the world series where it'll be a very limited amount of fans and a lot of restrictions, so it'll still hurt revenue, but maybe not hurt as much. Yeah, it'll I don't know. I just wanted to throw an extra. I mean, at the same time, I don't think most teams are going to – they're going to project a loss next year, or at least they're certainly not going to hit whatever budget they might normally have. But also, at the same time, I mean, like, I don't – like, what were ratings this year? What were TV, TV ratings? ratings like versus a normal year? They were really good. Yeah, I I forget. I saw some stuff. The Braves Dodgers game seven was like ridiculous. I think it was a nine point something. It, it beat all the NBA final games. Did it really? Which is not. 
and I don't know where the World Series well, was. I think the NBA but... was disappointing from a ratings. I just I think I remember our fearless leader bagging on them or whatever, as he does. So I mean that I mean no that's impressive. I was just curious because that's obviously revenue stream. They certainly bring in money from putting players in the ballpark. But if they're looking at next year and saying, well, we're gonna have, we should have some fans to some capacity, then I could at least like you said, those top guys will definitely get paid like normal. And then yeah. it's more of what do you do with them after the the lower yeah. end guys. I think it's one year deal. So we'll we'll end with uh, DJ LeMahieu. Where's DJ LeMahieu going? third baseman he can be i can't find him on mlb trade rumors hold on i'll tell you exactly how i personally feel about this as soon as i find it yeah how you personally feel yeah (laughs) so after you put um ozuna on the rival team of the braves i should probably put lemayhu on the red Sox and call it a day but i'm better than that so i'm gonna say he gets a uh three-year 74 five million dollar contract with the new york yankees i want that so badly i don't think it's gonna happen i just don't yeah i don't think that they're gonna i think if they're being smart they're gonna put the money in the rotation it's not often that a player leaves colorado and hits for more power i know well that porch is perfect for him that signing was perfect he was a perfect fit we all knew it we all knew you it. did. Did that's they? for sure. You were I know. That. I knew it. I called Brian Cashman weeks ahead of time and said, "What are we doing? Why are we not signing Lemayhew? It's yeah. silly." I actually think he's going to sign somewhere else. I don't know if it's the Angels or, you know, the Dodgers might pick him up. I think. <laughs> I think you always I, the have to I don't think the Dodgers. <laughs> the reason I don't think the Yankees are going to sign Lemayhew is, is because I think they're going to put Torres at second because he sucks. As a shortstop, mm. and they're going to sign Andrew yeah, Simmons. Yeah. Oh. God, kill me. Oh, that's Pat. what I think they're going to do. That sucks. That makes a lot of sense. That would be smart. It would be smart. That's what. Is that what MLB trade rumors has? Simmons the Yankees. I still can't find it. I don't think so. I don't know. You don't can't know. find it's. It's well. I mean, I found LeMahieu. I haven't found anything. Hang on. Simmons is farther down. Oh look. He's thirty-two. LeMahieu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that guy can hit. I feel like he could hit forever. Yep. You know what? If you uh, want to spend $80 millions on a oh, feeling. You know what? He is. Uh, MLB Trade Rumors does have him going to the Yankees for one year, 12 million. Yeah, I, I had. I, that's. I kind of begged I would sign him for that. one or two years. I think that's all he's got left. I wouldn't give him five years. Who are we talking? DJ LeMahieu. Oh, I was talking about Andrew Simmons. Oh. I think. I Honestly, I think LeMahieu is going to be able to hit for a while. I wouldn't give him five years, but I'd give him three. Sure, yeah. you do think that. Well. I mean, he's always hit <laughs> everywhere he's played. So, yeah. other than ago, that. Two years ago, you didn't think I that. was All I was introducing was there's uncertainty when players get into their mid-30s. Not everybody's Nelly Cruz. No. That's true. That's true. That guy's an anomaly. Or, or David but, Ortiz. But, it's but, always but there. But I, I, I agree with Pepe, though. I, uh, I Although you're right, Whatever. Dave. You what? don't really. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. Yeah, that hurt. I, I didn't realize they said that. the same team here. Um, no, it yeah. makes me feel so good when you say it, though. Yeah, say it slower was... next time. No, absolutely I, not. I, I agree with Pepe. I like it when you talk <laughs> like that. Yeah, I bet you do. Oh, uh, um, oh, I, 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 I just, the way LeMahieu hits, and he has always hit, I do think yeah, he's an excellent better hitter. than most. He's an excellent hitter. But yeah, he is. I personally don't wouldn't want to gamble on guys. With Depends on the size of the contract and, and what team it is. 
It's certainly somebody like the Dodgers could absorb it no problem. Even the Yankees could absorb it no problem. They got Lux, though. They got Gavin Lux. Yeah. Dodgers are going to spend money on Trevor Bauer long before they spend money on DJ LeMahieu. So they back up the as, brinks for two, three years for, for Bauer. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Makes sense. Well, good we'll recap see. on baseball, Pat. Yeah, just under two hours. Nice job. Just under two hours. You slid that in there. I was mostly distracted by my cat, which is fine. My cat's a, a internet star. Very, it's very kind of a cool cat. feeling. I'm looking very to uh, get him an cat. agent and cash in on this after we're done here. As you should. I think he. I think he netted me two followers, which is pretty cool. I've always wanted followers. Um, Apparently, you have to tweet to get followers, though. I don't really do that. Oh, that's what we're doing wrong. But maybe I just start tweeting pictures of my cat, and really just take advantage of. You of would that. get people to follow you if you he's did a handsome that. fellow he's very handsome oh. uh weird episode i guess nice fun hypothetical by pepe it's, a, it's uh, not any weirder than normal I, ta- I talked about coronavirus and politics for a brief stint and just so you know if your future reference that's about the extent of any politics that we're going to get into on here we're not looking to be those guys you, you want to talk politics there's five billion other podcasts out there this is the middle-aged sports spectacular where we break down baseball for an hour and then insert some other stuff around that. Oh, I never even got to talk about football. I I wanted to talk about, that's fine. We'll talk about football another time. Tom Brady's still good. Cam Newton fumbled in the end and blew a game. Oh God. I was at Pat's house during that. Oh, fucking fuck, 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 fuck. I was feeling good about that game. I mean, I don't have any plans of going anywhere. Now I'm at the point of like, well, let's, let's get a top 10 pick for once. Lose it all. That he'll absolutely 100% trade away. And it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, right. He'll trade back three times. Yeah, he'll trade it around. It is what as, it is. As of if the season ends tomorrow, the Patriots have the ninth pick. Mm. I'd like to talk about the draft next round with it, it, when, the, when the Jets earn themselves into the number one spot. Are they going to take that long-haired quarterback? No, because he's not going to go in the draft because the Jets are going to take him. Yeah. There no, is that's what I'm saying. Are the Jets going to take him number one? No, I know. There's talk because he'll be a junior. There is a little talk that he might not declare for the draft because he knows he'll be picked. <laughs> There's no doubt. He he will absolutely be taken number one. Yeah. And I was even thinking about this. Even if they love Darnold so much, which would be a mistake, they you still draft him and you just trade him. Trade Darnold. He, well, that's what they should do. I mean, I but, like Dar- Darnold. Darnold a talented guy. He's just on a disaster of a team. I think yeah. if Darnold can get himself onto another team, I think he'll show a lot of people who doubt him how talented he really is. He's a talented guy, for sure. But anyway, that's for another show. We're going to get the hell out of here. It's time for everybody to go to bed, go tuck your children in, go to bed, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, all that stuff, your Flintstone vitamins. and uh, Good stuff. You know where to find us out there. We tell you every every episode. You don't go. That's cool. It's all right. Go go like my cat. Go on. Find me. I'm Dig Duggan on Twitter. Just like my cat. Retweet him. Just make me feel better. Really, I'm really one of those guys who just utilizes social media for dopamine bursts and and uh, self esteem improvement. And uh, we'll see you next week here at the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. Dave, Pepe, Pat. Have a good night. Goodbye. Bye.